From the halls of Heartland in Sun Prairie, Wisconsin, welcome to the Bonus Content Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to hear Carrie, Brent, and Dugan break down the weekend, give some tips, and get a peek behind the scenes of all things Heartland. And now, here's your host. What's up, everybody? I knew you were going to You don't go have to plug there. your ears when I, I do that. I knew you were going to go real hard today. I, but it's I energetic. Feeling. You don't yeah, have to it's plug good. your ears. You're right here. I'm not... I'm for not, anybody listening, he's it's, like it's literally guttural right volume. It's left. not loud. I don't, I'm going to try to hurt your eardrum next time. <laughs> okay. Anyway, what's up? <laughs> Welcome to the Heartland okay. Bonus Content Podcast. I am Dugan. I am here with Carrie. Yep. And uh, unfortunately, Brent... Oh. Did you no, clap I, for yourself? I, I was already, I was already clapping for for yourself. No, okay. I, Carrie just clap. Carrie no. just gave herself some applause. I didn't know you. Were, I was Carrie. gonna. And I me, was. and me, I'm Carrie. <laughs> no, I was. I thought you were going right into introducing. No, just guests. hold the hold applause, okay. please. Uh, yep. So Brent unfortunately couldn't be here today. He's being a good husband and taking care of his wife, who's not feeling great. Yeah. So our special guest is now been promoted. Yes. To guest host, wow. ladies and gentlemen, in the studio in the building. We have Courtney Cordova. Now we can okay. clap. Yay! Hi, Thank Courtney. You. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. You, this is not only special because of what you do and what we're going to talk about, but you're an avid listener, avid which we listener. appreciate. Every week, I usually listen on my bike ride to work. Oh, nice. You uh, ride your bike to work? I absolutely That's, do. You, like not the, on days like today. It's way too cold today. Okay, but, all right, all right. But most days when it's like nice out. And Nicer it's days. Icy. And oh, then like all amazing. summer, unless it's rainy. Yeah. How, how long of a bike ride is it? Uh, it's about five miles, so it takes about like 30 minutes, but honestly, I live on the east side, and I work at the zoo, which is on the west side, so I have to do the isthmus thing, and so when I'm on a wow. bike, I don't have to stop at any of the stop, like I can just keep moving, oh. so honestly, on a bike, it's about the same amount of time, and I'm not sitting in traffic, and yeah. I get to bike around the lake, and it's beautiful, yeah, I was gonna say, it's oh, a and gorgeous I see, ride. Like, ducks, and it's really nice, so Good yeah, I ducks. prefer to bike. Nice! Drive, yes. Wow, that's, that's awesome. Alright, well, we're gonna get into your life and work, and and. <laughs> Defending the animal kingdom momentarily. <laughs> but, Courtney, you can join us as we get to our first... Uh, this is, I guess, our only segment here because yes. the rest will be devoted to animals. Right. But our segment now, which is our weekend update. All right, this weekend was... Uh, Courtney, we have to pause for the musical yes, sting. That's right. We I just, was, again, we, we, we just freeze in place, but... No. Yeah, but you don't know. You don't know if to, like... <laughs> How it's all set up. Blessing doesn't have time to, like, pause and lengthen the... Pa- we, you know, we have to do it for... It's all happening live. Yeah, it's all in real time. Uh, <laughs> he's laughing because it's true. Uh, this was week one of Worth the Drive. Uh, it's funny, actually. I talked to a couple people last night who... Uh, like part of the heart behind the series was not only is it worth the actual drive to get to Heartland, yeah. we feel, but the content is like it is worth the drive to X Y Z. Yeah, you know, in your mm-hmm. life, like worth mm-hmm. the drive to seek community or whatever, whatever the case may be. And a couple of people I talked to last night totally got that. I was like, yeah, good for you guys. I thought John did a really great. No, he did. Way but we joke that. sometimes yeah. that. We think about these like great elaborate tie-ins. Yeah, yeah, sure, I guess. And then at the end of a series, people Mm -hmm. are like, oh, that's why you named it that series? And we're like, yeah, we planned that for months. (laughs) So I just was impressed. Like, yeah, John did do a good job communicating that. Uh, But Brent's not here to say, but uh, his buddy Ben was here uh, from Seattle? Portland? Where do Minnesota? they live? Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. I feel like Minneapolis. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I was like, wow, well, it's Seattle. that way. It's <laughs> it's northwest. Yeah, Minneapolis. They're all the same. Sure. Okay. Uh, and so, but 
Ben and or his wife Robin has been a part of Heartland for a while. Uh, we rec- recruited her from. I remember we, we, the 608 went on a missions trip and we met Robin because she worked for Next Step. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. And I literally remember going, she is awesome. We need to get her to Heartland. <laughs> and I, I just like her like leadership yeah. and all that. And then uh, like six months later, she was here because we... I didn't know that she worked for Heartland. No, not worked for Heartland. Oh. But she but she like came here, worked for Next Step, but traveled around oh, to I their see. different missions. But see. then yeah, yeah, yeah. I told I gotcha. Nick Kokalis and I was like, dude, you got to get her like on the next step crew up in Wisconsin. And then she did. So well, she's a fellow Enneagram three. So her and I are okay, no see way. eye to yeah. eye. Right, that's great. <laughs> well, I just say, no, it's okay. okay. Um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just trying to add value to the conversation. Nobody cares about the Enneagram. <laughs> I do. And the value by three. She yeah. Three more values. Yeah. <laughs> see, great. All uh, listeners are flooding it. The calls <laughs> are lighting up the board here. Let's go. Let's go to our first caller. I mean, caller. we can talk about how many people <laughs> contacted the podcast about me, and then about everything. Let's else. see how many contact about the Enneagram. Okay, we'll add that. <laughs> add that to your total. Okay. Anyway, Ben and Robin, great people. But uh, I thought Ben's song was amazing. Like just so, <laughs> like the lyrics and the music. I was hooked. I thought it was a fantastic song. Well, and I just yeah. I, as Brent would say, I like his vibe Good too. Yeah, so it's just fun to see a different face up there yeah. too. Um, I he's, thought, it, yeah, I thought it was great. He's a phenomenal vocalist. Yeah, just the the range that he has, where he can just go to that like more he does like have a good range. deep like kind of passionate and then like the head voicey stuff that he does it's really beautiful yeah you 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 can speak to that really well being yeah. a singer <laughs> yes. worship leader yourself i feel like you have a very wide range as well like yeah pretty pretty wide you can do do you know it is five it... octaves which is <gasps> more wow. than most yeah, yeah that's, that's amazing. amazing what what is that i feel like average is like three or yeah. four Generally. Dang, five. What is, what is, uh, I mean, a lot of the notes don't sound good at those like extreme <laughs> ranges, but, but you I can, can get there. Get yeah. them. Well, and yeah, I mean, we've, we've talked about you before, Courtney, but she is on our worship team and does a just ton and ton of volunteer work. Yeah, we name that. dropped you last week. Yeah, yeah. Were, I, mean, I feel like I get name dropped a lot on the podcast. You do. <laughs> well, we do. You incurred. We, that's about you it. guys are the reason yeah, for right. the season. You're the but really, I mean, this. the amount of hours and you can just tell your heart up there on that stage. And we are just very lucky to have you. I love doing it. It's yeah, so fun. I mean, I it's it's amazing. It's amazing. Doesn't uh, Mariah Carey have a range of like eleven? Yeah, hers is insane because she can hit whistle tones, which is like one day my dream. I'd love to hit whistle tones, but wow. most people physically can't. I don't think yeah. I physically yeah, can. Yeah, because she's. Th- <laughs> I yeah. still try though. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, wait, wait. This this says Mariah Carey only has a five octave range. No. Google, you're wrong. I feel like that's... You are wrong. Well, then maybe I have four. I, I haven't checked in a while. Maybe I'm wrong. Hey, no, you could put yourself on the same plane as, as Mariah. Mariah. Yeah. Definitely not I'd rather hear you than Mariah if I have to hear yeah. what's that. All I want for... Isn't that when she yeah, does that? Christmas. Yeah. Yep. I hate that she, song. You did a really good job, though. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. you know what? Another like song I, I remembered this weekend... Zacchaeus was a, a wee, wee little, little man, a wee little man was he. All right, that's okay. That, yeah. Mrs. Smith, Moral Presbyterian Church, Sunday school. Sh- name drop, shout out, <laughs> Mrs. Yep. Smith. No, but really, but honestly, I when I listened to John's message this week, um, I have I sung that song like a lot of times growing up, right? <laughs> yeah. Knew the song. 
and I never knew the story. Oh, really? Yeah, and I don't know what that says about me or about my (laughs) faith journey or the church that I belong to, but it was like, oh, I had no idea really why Zacchaeus was up in the tree, why God was like, come down, I'm going to go to going to your house today okay, now okay I'm, I'm done but um do you want to just sing the whole thing and get it out of your system kind of. please don't, please don't. <laughs> um but i thought that was just a really it's yeah. a, such a common story but that i i mean maybe everybody knew really what the heart behind it was but i i didn't no uh, no and and the way john taught it was so in- encouraging because as we were talking about the series and some of the content, it's like so many people, when they went to Jesus, they went for a reason Yeah, mm-hmm. and Zacchaeus just wanted to see him. And I just, that was, that's such a cool moment to go like, yeah, every, almost every other count in the new Testament, when people wanted to go to Jesus, it was for healing or, or to challenge mm-hmm. him or to mm-hmm. trap him with the Pharisee. Mm-hmm. So there was always like a reason And literally Zacchaeus, like just, I would credit, you know, the Lord, this prompting of like, I just got to see this guy. And the Lord, like Jesus sensed that and was like, hey, you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was incredible. Great way to start off the series. I did laugh too when, when, which is amazing that when he, when Zacchaeus was like, I'm going to give back anybody I've stole from times four. Four. Uh To me, I mean, that's, you know, shows tangible heart change. But I also was like, he must have stolen a lot. (laughs) Yeah. If he was able to give back right. times four times. Right. That dude was skimming off the top, <laughs> middle, and bottom. Holy uh, bananas. So But and I didn't I didn't know the background of like tax collectors and why they were hated so yeah, much were, and all uh, of that. So uh, it was just it was many Jews would view if you were a Jewish tax collector, they just they put you in the camp of a Roman. Like oh, they, really? they like mm-hmm. just viewed you mm-hmm. as a as a Roman because you were working for them, taxing God's people for the government that overthrew them so yeah they were and matthew was a tax collector too so people did not like that jesus recruited matthew as a disciple disciple because he was a tax collector. interesting that's actually yeah the 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 backgrounds of all the disciples is interesting uh you know culturally that matthew was a tax collector so like on the political scheme of where jews fell on one extreme were called Herodians, which basically meant like it, they were Jews who were like full on in fl- favor of Rome. Mm-hmm. Okay. They were said to be in bed with Rome just because they like support. So a tax collector would probably be considered a Herodian because they're like siding with Rome. Then there were the Zealots who on the a complete other end of the spectrum who like some of them openly tried to kill Romans or like riot against them. They hated Rome, felt like they were oppressing their way. And then Sadducees and Pharisees were kind of in the middle. So Jesus had all all of those. He had uh, uh, Matthew as a tax collector and again, probably Herodian. And then Peter was a zealot, which they called mm. Simon the Zealot. So he was like, all are, all are welcome, all are included. That might be a good series. Done. <laughs> you got to find a catchy title though. Yeah, I know. We'll think That's on that. Important. That's not my deal. <laughs> Zealot background. <laughs> you're right. And that's why you're I'm, right, Carrie. That's why I'm that's not, not on the programming strength. team. <laughs> um, oh, but the last thing funny. I just wanted to highlight was that, um, you know, there was probably a lot of new people here since Easter was last yeah. weekend, mm-hmm. and I I felt like. Um, the service really just showed Heartland for what it is and the type of service that we 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 like to have. Ash um, and I got to do a fun game. Yeah, and so it, we it, had way too much fun up there. <laughs> Ashley and I, will you put us up there, man? We are we are going. Rowdy. We are doing stuff. I loved it. Um, but then also just to you know just show like whoever you are, however you are, you know your past, you know where you're at on your faith journey. Like you're welcome here, and I just thought it was a great. 
um, weekend to highlight all of that, especially right after Easter. So yeah, it's a good yeah. service. Uh, a here's lot, some here, here's some bonus content right here. Ready? Ooh, this is why we do I'm this. Ready. So some of these I might share when I teach in the series. But I looked up I wanted I looked up a bunch of facts about like roads and cars and travel because I just I was like it'd be interesting to know fun things about okay. about you know driving worth a drive. So here's a couple things. First thing, a actual horse does not have one full horsepower. Oh. <laughs> Based based on the way that <laughs> like they a, measure it for wow. a car, a horse actually has 0.7 horsepower. Oh, interesting. Interesting is, unit of measurement. Huh. I feel yeah. bad for the horses. Like, Aww. we stole your name and your power, but you don't even get one of the of <laughs> Maybe the like unit. a really strong horse would have, like, Maybe. One. Maybe. Yeah, Close. Yeah, that's true. Like Steroid horse. Yeah. Steroid horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, HGH mm-hmm. horse. Uh, <laughs> the average person spends two full weeks of their lives waiting at red lights. Ew. Mm. That actually was fewer than I thought. Not Courtney. Not me. Not on a bike. No, she's on that dismiss bike. That feels like less because I feel like there's some drives when I go down one fifty or you know down like uh, East Washington. East Wash is the worst. And I'm like, I am hitting every. Every, Yeah. It's like they timed it. You either you either get green every light or you're literally sitting at every light, which is why I speed to try to like offset. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't. Uh, All right, let me just give you a couple more. Um, The longest street name in America. Northeast Kentucky Industrial Parkway. Wow. Long. Real long. How do you fit that on an envelope? I know. That's exactly (laughs) what I was thinking. That's a long... Uh, Wouldn't you hate to... Yeah, I was going to say, wouldn't you hate to live there every time you go to do that? That's so dumb. Uh, The shortest street in America, McKinley Street in Ohio, 20 feet long. Oh, wow. Short street. Longest, Colfax Avenue, Denver, Colorado, Hmm. 26.5 continuous miles. Wow. Yeah, that's a long way. Uh... This uh, last one, this I thought was interesting. The most common street name in America is Second Street, oh, not First Street, because, because a lot of cities and towns will do like Main May, Street yeah. or Central oh, Street, sure, for the or first they'll name street, it after yeah. like the, a mayor or whatever uh-huh. like that. But then almost everybody has a Second Street, and not everybody has a third. So most common second. Interesting. All right, now the reason we're here. It is time for we have our animal expert. This is like you're like Jack Hanna on on Letterman yeah. or whatever. Did you bring a snake and a bamboo? You oh, know, if you um, would have given me more heads up. Yep, that's okay. <laughs> you did remember, but the Heartland late night. Yeah, yeah that was fun. Again, bring, I have those resources. I know. Yeah, you brought. Could do it. Did you bring a snake? I did. His name oh, is Monty. I blocked that out. Okay, you touched wait. him. You at the end, you were like, no, he's cool. I think I just wanted to get away. No, you were genuinely <laughs> comfortable around him. <laughs> Snakes, I don't know, man. Like you've been the symbol for evil since I'd the beginning of time. I take a snake over a spider. Mm-hmm. I had a pet tarantula in high Ew. school. <laughs> I have him right here in my pocket. Ew. He's yeah, crawling he up there. I, I can't. <laughs> All right, well, wait. Let's back up. I want to know your background a little bit. So, yeah. how 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 did you get involved in? Well, first, state what what do you do at the zoo? What's so your so? I am an title? education specialist at the zoo. How long so. how long have you been doing that? That's a complicated question. Uh, Full time since 2020, but that feels like one of the easier questions. So (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that one was that's a hard question. I've been at the zoo technically. I started out as an intern in 2017, so I've been there a while. But my role has changed and evolved, and I've I've clawed my way to getting a full time position. Clawed, I get it. (laughs) I've flippered my way to. Okay. All right, I've pawed. Okay, I'm sorry. So, all right, so what? Yeah, so. Give me the bat. Like, have you always known you wanted to work with animals? And like, what was that process like to get you 
to yeah. where you are now. I really, I loved animals as a kid. I had a ton of stuffed animals and I always wanted like Did you have realistic real stuff. No, we had a cat who hated me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so that's because cats are terrible. That's just cats Some cats, it's a cat to cat I, I situation. Cats. It is kind of a cat Our cat cats cat. growing up, horrible. My cat that I have at home, wonderful. Oh, yeah. Delightful nice. little cat. You found a good one. Good I job. did, I found a good one. Um, but I always wanted like really realistic stuffed animals. Like that was my thing. Like I didn't want to have too big of eyes. Like oh, okay. needed to be like accurate. <laughs> so that was probably a pretty good sign that I was going to work with animals. You just would go to the local taxidermist and be like, I'll take that, <laughs> I one. that one. That looks real. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, in high school, I really liked biology and ecology and those kinds of classes. Wow. I really loved my ecology teacher. We went bird watching and I really fell in love with that. Um, so when I went to school, I started studying just biology and I was like, that's not specific enough. So yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I started out at La Crosse and then I transferred to UW Stevens Point oh, yeah. um, and they have a phenomenal natural resources program. Really? So I just took in like all of the cool animal stuff I could do. So my degree is actually really long. Um, I want to hear it. Are you ready? Yep. I studied wildlife ecology, research and management with a double minor in environmental education and interpretation and captive wildlife management. Wow! <laughs> you said that on the first try. That was amazing. That's I mean, amazing. it took a lot of money Woo! to get that, yeah. so I remember it. <laughs> I was lost after the fourth word, but that was really impressive. I tried not to blink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's really cool. And yeah. so be and so with that degree, you is that right after you started your internship at the zoo? Yeah, actually I started that internship while I was still a student. So nice. my uh, summer between my junior and senior year and then the summer after I graduated I worked part-time at the zoo as seasonal staff and then I got like a more permanent part-time position and then you know worked my way up from there dude That's that awesome. is so cool and so because the zoo is open year round yeah, yep. and it's a free zoo which yeah. is just amazing that's like one of my favorite things as a parent <laughs> just be able to <laughs> right? go to the zoo I know I grew up in St. Louis, so that zoo is yeah, also, also free. free. Oh, so, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's a great zoo. Yeah, it really is a good zoo. And so when we moved here, because we moved from Dallas, where it's not free, which, mm -hmm. you know, I, I mean, it's amazing. I, it's it's always mind-boggling to me that St. Louis and the Madison Zoo here that you can raise enough money to, you know, withstand uh, something this large. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like feeding the animals and the staff and just the maintenance. So yeah. I can't imagine... Mm. Um, just again, yeah, raising enough money to cover that. I mean, what a great thing for, for us living here yeah. to reap those yeah. benefits. Well, that's and cool. that's why we're here today. If you'd like to donate, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, if you want yeah, to. Yeah, if you want to. Cool. Right, right. There's always, there's the little, the little donation box whenever I walk in and I always feel guilty not putting anything <laughs> Oh in my gosh, no, you don't? No. Oh. I mean, but, but. We buy stuff like we do food and yeah. oh, you know that goes. Yeah, so we do that. Right, do that. right. We, I, we bring, yeah, you're bringing your own. We, we bring in sandwiches. our picnic. Yeah, <laughs> we, right. We right. know you don't do that. Too. <laughs> um, we, we also, when we that. first moved here, we got a membership. Yeah. Um, and it just had a couple neat features. Oh, what are the perks of a membership? Um, we got like carousel rides mm -hmm. and train rides and uh, some oh, other things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get like a little. Punch card, punch card, yeah. Training yeah, that place is fun. We do also do that. We do the train and the carousel and the yeah. big park. Yeah, that's fun. Um, I would like to know what is your favorite and least favorite part about your job. Oh, wow, good that's question. A good question. I mean, favorite part is you know working with animals is always really cool and really. Is there rewarding. like a is there like a specific? I really love the rhino. His name oh. is Harmon. Oh. He's a big sweetie. Um, I have worked with him since he actually came to the zoo. So his first day, like arriving at Henry Vilas Zoo, was my first day as an intern. Oh, so I like think Harmon and I are like sure. Yeah. You guys getting um, each other cards on your anniversary? <laughs> 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 
um, but he is really sweet and he really does like being around people he was kind of partially hand raised by people oh. so he's very comfortable and he actually does like pets and scratches a lot of animals what? don't like that a but rhino? rhinos tend to really love they have a lot of like <gasps> dirt and so they love getting that scratched off so like oh, wow. i can no really like way. scratch him and, pet, and obviously like with a barrier and like in a safe way sure but, for well, sure yeah. um, you're not just i'm not right. just like in yeah. there hanging out does with he roll on his back for you um he has done that once and what? i obviously can't reach <laughs> but he did it once and he like lifted up his little leg i was like i can't reach that's your tummy so but funny. That's um, awesome. oh my goodness but yeah and i i get to work with him pretty regularly because i run the behind the scenes tour program so we we have a behind the scenes tour with the rhino oh. um so he like sees me and he knows that i bring treats and i never ask him to do something he doesn't want to do like you know keepers will be like okay buddy it's time to go inside and he has to do something that maybe if they're cleaning he doesn't want to do i yeah, never yeah. ask him to do anything so he's just oh. like oh, that's the lady that brings you're like the, the fun aunt yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah the you're fun. not the parent you're no. like the fun no aunt. discipline yeah. no nothing i am just Love fun it. and bring treats yeah. so he that's does cool. really like it's me like so i can Brent call him to over. boys yeah fun uncle brent he is the candy that's awesome yeah so i love working with him and just like any animal i get to work with regularly it's really cool to like build relationships like you know if you guys have pets at home like yeah. your animal knows you yeah. and like they have a relationship yeah, with you just you. get to have like way cooler but i have like you know a tawny frog mouth which is like a really cool bird that i work with every day oh, and wow i he thought it was a frog yeah, yeah i went, I went amphibian right there yeah. i can show you pictures really cool bird that's awesome <laughs> that's awesome i would do you send out a holiday card every christmas with just you and the animals because if not you really should i don't send it with zoo animals but me and my husband's Christmas cards are pretty intense. So they were very cool. This year's theme was lasers and 90s. We wore track suits. It was Whoa. amazing. Our cat had a track suit. Oh, on. I never saw one. I never got it. Do you not follow Courtney on Instagram? Yeah, follow I do. Me on Insta. Oh, is that why? <laughs> it was amazing. I was going to say, add me to the mailing list. It yeah. looked so legit. Yeah, we had a green screen involved. Whoa. <laughs> it was yeah. pretty intense. The cat had a track suit. The cat on. had a track suit and a little gold oh. chain, which I love. I mean, again, I love cats. Yes. I would love a cat. Yeah. Yeah. And our cat like doesn't mind wearing outfits. She's she's really chill. <laughs> well, she'll mm-hmm. she'll you you really do have to follow I, her. I, I will. Yeah, pictures like she's like Oh, your cat's like lesson a is showing me now. Yeah, Whoa, yeah. you guys are so intense. Yeah, it's very intense. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Ow. Yeah, the cat is into it. Yeah, she's great. She models really well. You guys well. look like the cup, the neighbor oh couple God. from Christmas Vacation with Julia Louis Drive. <laughs> I don't know, Margo. That's what like. Why what? is the carpet wet, Todd? <laughs> Todd? I don't know, Margo. What's your least favorite part of what you do? There's got to be something. Yeah, like... um, I would say it's a tie between two things. Ooh, One uh, of them's kind of gross. So, mm. so w- the tawny frog mouth again, which is a bird that I work with every day. He's an education animal, so we uh, do training with him, and we have to like feed him, and he gets. Um, mice which honestly aren't that gross to like touch are they him. dead yeah they're dead oh. they're frozen and then we like thaw them out and then <laughs> feed it to him sure. but the worms are really the part that i don't oh, because gosh. they're they're called super worms they're really big and because we're like training him i need the worms to like not be super wiggly so i have to crush their heads oh Ooh. my goodness so i would say that's my least favorite Ooh, <laughs> just yeah. like a little just tiny cr- mallet crushing crushing <laughs> i just use the tweezers and yeah yeah but it's <laughs> gross yeah <laughs> so if you're in PETA and you're annoyed that she's crushing <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's a bug you're fine yeah all bugs should be bug. killed yeah um but i have had also when feeding him like trying to feed him up high and then i accidentally dropped the worm or he didn't get the worm and it like fell on my head oh, <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> that was not a good thing oh, yeah yeah so there's no. those gross and then you know we're at a zoo with lots of people sometimes you get those guests that are just 
you know, they didn't pay to be there, but they're still upset. Right, <laughs> right. So Dude. dealing with some, and you always <laughs> want to just be like, okay, here's your money back. Okay. I just, <laughs> right, right. You got here for free. <laughs> I love, and it, I'm uh, in total agreement. I love that your two least favorite parts of working at the zoo are the worms and the people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, like, all the people. people. No, no, no. But some I people. people yeah. were excited. I totally to get there. that. That yeah, makes so much sense. There, there are people, they like to complain like when not all of the animals are out. I had one lady legitimately asked me she said do you guys still have animals at this zoo oh my gosh <laughs> oh wow yes like, <laughs> there's wow. a penguin literally right there right just yeah, be like that's the, that's why we don't have animatronic animals and sometimes the real ones aren't going to perform for right you, so. right People think our animals are fake sometimes, especially oh, the alligators. What? Oh, yeah, they don't move. Probably, they don't move. Yeah. And then people will throw wood chips at them. Which <gasps> oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah. Wow. You're like, yeah, you think it's fake. That. Put your son in there. See if you <laughs> have him walk over. I have literally really think it's fake. had to say the words, excuse me, sir, please take your child off of the alligator fence. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And there's like barbed wire on that fence. Like he had him like way oh, up my high. Gosh. And I had to like run over and be like, hey, oh, that's geez. not a good idea. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Which what is people. the process of getting animals to the zoo? You know, I know there's yeah. I, I think I think there's it's just, it's some people just like have it's whoever you know, arrives there. opinions on <laughs> zoos and yeah. all of that. But there's it's really like a humane way. Yes. Right. And so I just think it's a huge myth. Yes. So we are an You bring AZA. them on your bike? <laughs> That'd be okay, pretty let her just... <laughs> I just pictured like just the alligator little, running behind I have behind like the her. wagon thing, you know? <laughs> I like put a kid in. The rhino's like, yeah. this is fun. Um, no. So we are an AZA accredited zoo, which means we're accredited by the Association of Zoos and Aquariums, which is like the gold standard in animal yeah, care. Less than 10% of animal institutions are AZA accredited. Oh, wow. what? So Henry Vitus is actually one of the best zoos like in the country as far yeah. as animal... Um, institutions go so with AZA we have pretty strict standards we need to abide by which is great because unfortunately there aren't a lot of laws protecting animals in the United States that's why you get things like Tiger King and all of that nonsense and and all the the rumors of like how this is so inhumane yeah and there there are places that don't do it well Mm -hmm. Um, so looking for that accreditation is a great thing to do if you're going to visit other zoos if you see it's AZA you can be like whoo feel good about this one. I know oh, that that's they're, good advice. they're meeting those standards. Yeah. Um, so with AZA, everything for most animals is part of a species survival plan. So if you go around the zoo and you look at the signs, you'll notice it says this animal participates in a species survival plan. So that looks at all of the animals in managed care in all of the AZA zoos and their genetics and their genetic diversity. So as animals become endangered, genetic diversity becomes really important. Sure. There's only so many left. And in the wild, you can't really pay matchmaker and say, oh, you should be with you because you're going to have a really genetic you know, I'm, offspring. I'm currently working on that dating site, though. So stay tuned. <laughs> stay so tuned. At zoos, we do get to kind of play that role and say, sure. oh, this would be a really unique um, genetic offspring for these two animals. And we don't also don't want to have like, you know, cousins with cousins, et cetera, because that's not great for them. Um, so a lot of it comes from that plan. Um, and even if the animals like at our zoo aren't specifically breeding, we still have to consider that plan for all the other institutions. So like our two polar bears are not going to breed. We have a 22 year old female and a three year old male. He's too young to breed. But we would rather have that young polar bear at our zoo with a 
bear that can't breed, um, then have him take up a space at another zoo like St. Louis Zoo where they do have a breeding program and they have a viable like female or something like that. So there's a lot of moving around for like a lot of different reasons, but it ultimately goes back to that species survival plan and really working together to to help save species and help endangered animals. So that's so interesting. That's mostly where they they come from is other AZA accredited zoos. And that's also really nice because we know that they're coming from another institution that meets those high standards of Mm -hmm. care. Mm -hmm. Um, We do have some animals that come from um, like a rehabilitation standpoint. So our Mm. grizzly bears, they were problem bears in Montana. So their mom taught them that food comes from campsites and trash cans, and their mom never taught them how to hunt. Oh, a terrible mother. (laughs) So they couldn't survive on their own, Um, and they got relocated, and it was just pretty clear that these bears weren't going to survive. So at that point, they don't have a lot of options. So um, AZA zoos like Henry Vilas, we open up our doors for grizzly bears like that, because grizzly bears aren't endangered. So we'd rather help out those problem bears and save spaces for them. So you'll see some animals at our zoo that kind of have those stories or Santel Crane is also a rehabbed animal. He, um, someone thought it was a good idea to try to raise a baby crane in their house or something like what? that because he doesn't see himself as a crane. He sees himself as a person um, because birds, <laughs> they do this imprinting thing. Uh, so he's so cool. As they, yeah, so funny. The thing they see taking care of them is what they see as like mom. And that's yeah. how they like identify. Sure. That's why baby ducks will follow yeah, their follow mom. The, yeah, uh-huh. um, you can get baby ducks to follow a person. They just follow what they think mom is. Um, the crane thinks it's a person. But yeah, he <laughs> He loves people. <laughs> He'll call to his keepers, and his keepers are really his social oh, funny. Um, group. Uh, He's like, "What do you guys watching on Netflix?" Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's hang out. He's like, "I'm sick of fish. Can you make me nachos or something?" <laughs> so, when you when you all feed the bears, do you have to like set up a picnic? setting otherwise they won't eat <laughs> okay uh, no the bears are like Pretty what's this though. oh picnic no yep, it needs we're to be in. in a trash can <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it needs to be in a dumpster red white tablecloth yeah so, yeah. yeah you got Very people out there yeah. oh honey what a beautiful <laughs> a day and the bears basket. are like now we, eat. Yeah. now we eat well you had said that you do a lot with the behind the scenes tour that you run that program yeah. and i was lucky enough yeah. to yeah. to do the polar bear one which i would highly recommend if somebody is interested in doing that like how do they, do they go to the website do they sign up um, it was really, really cool, and I learned so much just about the zoo overall, but just the polar bear species. You too. get to it was swim really cool. with the polar bear? No, it oh. was very safe. No. <laughs> yeah, you can go to our website, henrybiosu.gov. That's where you can find all the stuff about behind-the-scenes tours. And I always with get you, people. Right? Yes, with me for the most part, unless you do it on Sundays, because I take Sundays off. Right. Um, You're a Christian. Good job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, well. honoring that Sabbath, you know. <laughs> as, she's, as she serves, you know, 12 <laughs> hours. Serve. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's not working yep. at all. Every day, yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely get people like Dugan who are like, well, what am I going to feed the polar bear? bear and it's like <laughs> that's a polar bear i'm clearly <laughs> like, kidding i know yeah, you yeah, don't but, actually but do i'm that. sure you do that they just think they're going to be immersed with these <laughs> yes. large massive animals yeah, <laughs> yeah that's dumb. wow that's all so fascinating my goodness um all right now so now we need to shift to animal conversations we've had on the podcast yes. oh okay and I give have. courtney the opportunity to Thoughts. oh you've got look at your she's <laughs> ready ready to go so uh, i we i can only remember a few of the animal conversations we've had i'm sure you remember all of them <laughs> vividly i'm like eyes. <laughs> yeah i'm no. sure her eyes go already up. already writing she, she wrecks her bike <laughs> yeah. to the podcast because we're all so wrong i'm writing this angry email from a ditch <laughs> right. i fell into because i was so angry uh so I, let's just do the ones I remember, and then you you chime in with the ones that I forgot. So the the geese one, yeah, you 
you Jake's takes was about how annoying it is geese. with the geese. Yeah, yes. but and but I've been almost attacked by one. Yeah. They're mean. They they're are mean. So, but so are swans. Swans are just pretty. Swans are way meaner. Swans, swans are, are just prettier horrible. geese. Really? Yeah. They're still mean. They and just swans look are better. actually mostly invasive. Like the angry swans are um, generally mute swans, and those are invasive. So oh. they're not good to be around. Yeah. Are they protected too from the Canadian No, because law? they're an invasive species. So we can, we can punch them? No, okay. I wouldn't. You can't punch animals, period. That's oh, still okay. illegal. All right. <laughs> right. Good to, hang on. Let me write this down. Hang on. <laughs> Don't punch it. What are so, your thoughts on the geese, though? So the geese are protected because of the Migratory Bird Treaty Act, which was um, inundated said. in 1918. It is one of the most important speci- uh, legislative things protecting animals. So this was put in because we almost lost so many of our iconic species of birds because people were just over harvesting at a rate that was really unsustainable. So Canada geese almost went extinct. Turkeys almost went extinct. Snowy egrets almost went extinct. Sandhill cranes, whooping cranes. All of those animals almost gone forever because of just over harvesting. So that's really where this um, law got put into place. And it protects animals, um, specifically birds who are migrating. And that's why it's really tricky to do any like hunting or harvesting of some of these animals because they don't just live like in the state of Wisconsin. So like when we manage deer for hunting, like if we're managing the deer in Dane County, those deer are probably going to stay in Dane County. So it's really easy to like manage that population. But when a Canada goose is internationally flying, it's really hard to manage that population. So that's why they're protected. Um, However, there are like wildlife biologists who do cold geese. So geese do get, there's too many geese out there. They're overpopulated. And so they do get cold, which means like they like rally them in and remove them. (laughs) So I'm going to say Take care of them. Hey, you want me to take care of these geese? But we don't want the the Migratory Bird <laughs> Treaty Act protects from people just taking birds. Yeah. Um, so taking eggs, taking feathers. Mm. And so it's technically illegal to own like bird feathers. Um, what? If it's not like a domestic bird. No one's ever going to come Carrie, knocking on your door. Do you have feathers and be in like, your home? You have a blue jay feather. I know you do. Your ben child's in a special box. They're coming. <laughs> yeah. The FBI's at your door. But <laughs> the reason that is is because we don't want people just having feathers. And there's no way to prove like, oh, I just found this on the ground versus I have been collecting it from wild birds. Yeah. So it just overall protects wild birds, which is a very good thing. That is but true. But geese that are sense. overpopulated and, and there mean. is lots of management. I would like to say they're defensive. Mean is like, you don't know what's going on in their little goose. No, friends. they're mean. They're That's aggressively That's mean. Really they come protect. at me. Okay, if you had uh, your child in a little nest space uh-huh. and someone's just walking by it and you don't know what their motives are, you'd I be wouldn't defensive. hiss at them. You might. <laughs> okay all right well fine save the birds that's great i'm a little bit like if you can get close enough to a bird especially a goose to just take a feather and not die you deserve that feather but you can't prove often i know did that in a good way that's fair but i'm just like that goose is gonna win that fight if you get in a fight but if you can like break your arms they're super strong yeah, I worked so with mean. them in wildlife rehab, so I had an internship working with like wild animals and helping them. And I, we had one goose, and it was very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah. you have to come at it with like a sheet, and you like grab it, and then you have to like make sure you have their wings because if their wings get out, oh, yeah. that's the strongest part of the bird. Whoa. And then you got to hold, like hog time hold with its a sheet? little <laughs> little head, oh, <laughs> so yeah. you got, like arms are around it. Um, wow. Yeah. 
Uh, the pantomiming of what Courtney just right. did was awesome. That I wanna, was amazing. She, that was amazing. The, yeah, yeah. I wanna you kind of hold it like a, like a guitar almost. Oh. <laughs> you got your arm around sense. the one yeah, side. Makes a really yeah. foul sound, though. <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting to do that. No, it just came to me. <laughs> My quick wit just thought of it right now. Uh, all, right, all right, there's geese. Defensive geese. Uh, was it you who said you liked llamas, or was that Brent? Didn't Brent say he like really liked llamas? I think it was Brent. I, yeah, I think Brent worked with llamas. Is it was it llamas capacity. or was it the other one? Or alpacas. 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 That was it. Yeah. Alpacas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he likes love That was the other one I can remember. What was which? It? What's the difference between an alpaca and a llama? They're different species. They live in different places, but they're very similar animals. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, different <laughs> different genus of the animal family. <laughs> right, right. And uh, the bunnies. The oh fluffle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the what are they called? A fluffle. 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 Yeah, I just all like we go on fluffle, fluffle trails. Yes. A lot of bunny trails. Although a lot of those like you know cutesy group of animal names. When you really get into like working with animals and like scientifically talking about animals, no one uses those. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. just call them groups of animals. Well, that's <laughs> not okay, us, that's good to Courtney. Know We're not, I know, but that's good to know. Can but I'm not talking with a lot of animal scientists that they're yeah, going to be like, I can't believe he just said a flock of geese. <laughs> it, the genus is not, I don't know what they would <laughs> you say. Call but, yeah. a flock. That's There's like some true. weird ones though. Murder there of are, crows. But no one really, there's just like fun fact things, yeah. you know. <laughs> I use it every day. A crash of okay. rhinos. <gasps> that's what it's called? Yeah, a flamboyance of flamingos. Stop oh, it. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. I'm a, a zoo educator. I, know these I love that. <laughs> Those are great. flamingos. Crash oh. of rhinos. That's great. Okay. Fun That's a good band name too. Yeah, yeah Crash of Rhinos. What's up, Houston? We're Crash of Rhinos. <laughs> Two, three. Yeah. What are the other, what are some other ones? Okay. Oh, those I, are my fun ones. I was gonna say those are the cool ones. Those are ones. great. But it is a murder of crows. It's a band of coyotes. Band. Oh. <laughs> no, not a bluegrass. Thing, I think they would be. Is that all you listen to? I think um, uh, Ashley said that hippos are mean. And then she said, but Courtney probably wouldn't want me to say that. <laughs> but they are aggressive, But right? they are aggressive. Yeah. I, I honestly have no beef with her saying that. So Because they, the okay. they kill more clear. people every year than like sharks. And yeah, a whole no, bunch they are incredibly yeah. dangerous Why don't we animals? have like a hippo week instead of shark week? Yeah. In <laughs> National Geographic. Bless the laugh. <laughs> shark, yeah, the funny thing about, you've heard me say this. The really funny thing about shark week is every show starts with like, how murderous no, and no. dangerous and scary. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, all the titles, they're like, yeah, Great White Massacre. Yeah. And then literally, they the last five minutes are like, <laughs> you know what? One. They're really not dangerous. They're just curious fish and they have sharp teeth. <laughs> yeah. Every single every one. Single they draw you like in. The truth. I know. Like, it's just well, like, they'll leave you alone. <laughs> I think more people die every year because of coconuts falling on their heads than shark attacks. Oh, I think that's, that's a bold. true fact. That's a bold I'm pretty sure that's true. They, I know that more people I'm die from cows than they die from sharks. Yes. That's for it's sure. no that, kidding. That it's like real, six people a year. Coconuts falling on their I head. think that's true. Blessin, will you please look that up? Okay, goodness <laughs> I need my fact checker right okay. here. What if that's true? What will you give me? What's the bet right now? A, a high five. Nope. A hearty handshake. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not four. 
Oh, thumbs up. Okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm like the auntie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Hippos are, are aggressive. Okay. Hippos what else? are aggressive. The l- other one that <laughs> is like this like episode, I want to say like five. Oh, like we're early way back. Pod. Way back. Um, and it was also my, my first mention on the pod. Um, <laughs> first of you many. You talked about plastic bags versus paper bags. Uh-oh. So this isn't animal related, but I do have qualms. <laughs> okay. All let's right. hear it. Let's go. So... I agree with the fact that paper bags take a lot more carbon to ship. A lot more fossil fuel. A lot more fossil fuel. And to make. However, they are the end result of recycling. So it it promotes recycling. And so it's reusing materials. So, But we ended that conversation with saying truly the best option are reusable hundred percent. That is absolutely the best thing that you can do. But I think the point I was, uh, which I, I, I completely agree at what you're saying. I think the point I was making was there's a stigma that like paper bags are you're like the worst you're person helping. in the world if you get plastic yeah. and paper bags are just the greatest option. You're saving the planet. You're not. But the data that I heard was interesting to say the energy that is required to make and transport paper versus plastic is almost evens it out, almost. which was shocking to me. So all but, that to say, you're absolutely right. And the takeaway is use reusable bags. Use reusable bags. Yeah. And I mean, if you ever shop at Costco, like you don't which get I do. bags and you can clearly like, we solve that problem all That's the time. That's because they don't make bags big enough. For like <laughs> They're all the crazy There's six pack of pianos. <laughs> but They're like, can you all bag this up for me? <laughs> a lot of people will just be like, oh, I forgot my bag. I'm just going to go. Like, You can just take your cart full of items and yeah. put it in your trunk. And right. like, oh, yeah. even if you forgot your bags, make that work. I have a little crate in my trunk. Yeah, I got a wagon. A it's changed train. the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crates, wagons, a bags? Crate. Yeah. yeah. For really you guys. Great. What'd you find, Blessing? Hang on. Blessing's handing me a sheet here. Oh, in a year, coconut deaths, 150, sharks, 13 to 59. It doesn't Buy. say coconuts on the head, though. Thank you, Courtney. No, that's what it is. That's what I Coconuts, coconuts, coconuts on, the on the head. That's what he Googled. Wow. What are the ways coconuts, like choking a on a coconut? more often than one would think. Yeah, there we go. Real risk. Sharks. Coconuts. Sharks are great, dude. They're not doing anything. We need coconut week. That's what we need. <laughs> coconut coconut week. We're going to have coconut week, hippo week. Forget Crazy shark for week. coconuts or something like that. Again, <laughs> no, not again, on the programming Please don't come up with the, yeah, don't, up with the notes. Right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Our next teaching series at Heartland, <laughs> Carrie named, it's called Bible and Stuff. <laughs> I mean, It's maybe? called This Series is About Jesus. <laughs> Oh, wow. It's, hey, you know what? People would know what yeah. people would you get. You know it. what? I'm not creative. I'm not on the programming team. <laughs> you are creative, just not well, in not that. Not like <laughs> that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. Any closing comments about animals, Courtney, that you would like to make on behalf of the animal kingdom? Oh, wow. wow. That's, <laughs> that's a lot. Here's Courtney <laughs> speaking for all, all animal creatures. Anything going on this summer at the zoo that you want to promote? Uh, there's lots of fun stuff. Be sure to just come visit the zoo. It's a great resource in our community. Again, it's free. Um, there's lots of different fun um, activities for families like behind the scenes tours and all sorts of education opportunities um, and I I love animals and I love um, studying God's creation and I think that there's so much overlap there that people don't always realize so, yes ma'am absolutely um, as, a, as a worship leader and a zoo educator like you'd think that those are like the most separate things ever mm-hmm. but they are actually like really intertwined absolutely yeah um, so yeah we were saying before we started recording how I was saying the more I don't understand why science and God became enemies ever because it's like the more we discover about the the 
biology of animals mm-hmm. and like the, the intricacy and how of yeah, all. Connected. I'm like that just makes me go, wow, God, you came up with that. It just makes me glorify yeah. him so much more. So I love that you said that. That's yeah. Great. And my last final plug is that Heartland Church is right next to a beautiful marsh. And if you haven't explored um, Patrick Marsh, it's gorgeous. Go for a little hike before church or after church. Oh, good. Highly plug. recommend. I did that all the time, especially during the pandemic before we would come and record. I would just do a little nature walk. You could see pelicans there. Wait, like, what? Is there yeah. trails? Yeah, there's trails. Get out of here. And it's That's a really great plug. Nice. I, I didn't know that either. Love I knew it. the school was there. a lot yeah. of like really unique, like I've seen, again, pelicans. Wow. In the sky. They're there wow. all the time. Yeah, huh. But no hippos. No so hippos, safe. so you're safe. safe. You no coconuts. Maybe coconuts or hippos. <laughs> there might be sharks, but that's fine. Right. Okay? right. Sharks yeah. aren't even that dangerous. <laughs> coconuts, real. hippos, that's where you got to look out. <laughs> really watch out. <laughs> also, this is but the last thing I'll say is so random, but this morning, my son Phoenix was so excited about his report uh, at school that he's doing on an animal because they're oh. taking a field trip to the zoo. Oh. And he informed me very excitedly he's doing his report on the hissing cockroach. <gasps> oh, oh, I love the hissing He like wants to hold it and touch it. Like he's real pumped about <laughs> It. Can he Talk hold it? Me. Can't hold it, but I can give him a touch one. Uh-huh. My friend uh, Beethoven is our education hissing cockroach. He is really sweet. <laughs> Beethoven. Beethoven. We call him that because he's a decomposer. Oh, oh <laughs> man. Hey, you know what? That's but We're going to end right there because we real. cannot top that. <laughs> That's amazing. Woo. Courtney, thank you so much thank for you. your time and your so expertise. Uh, we will see you this spring and summer at the zoo. Or leading worship. Absolutely. Carrie, you got a flight to catch. You keep, I do. You've checked your watch 30 times in the last <laughs> 25 seconds. So we're, don't worry. We're closing. We're ending. Okay. Thanks for the sacrifice of being Okay. I didn't get a phone call. <laughs> what? You got a phone call during this. I saw that. I ignored Girl, my wife I, for you all. I, I just swept, swiped up. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, love you. Yeah, love you too. All right. From all of us behind the scenes, <laughs> stay, stay bonus, Heartland. Heartland. Good job. Nailed it. Where you did nail it. That was your first time. Thanks for listening to the Bonus Content Podcast. We'll see you this Sunday at Heartland, either in person or online. If you have any questions or there is anything we can do to serve you, please head to our website, weareheartland.us. Otherwise, rate and review the podcast to get a personal shout out. And we'll see you right back here next week for another episode of the Bonus Content Podcast. 